coffee and creative life. Conversations with emerging artists and professional creatives from local to global. My name's Craig. I am one creative based in Toronto, Canada, and I'll be taking you on this journey to find your creative voice, explore the creative process, and gain insight to the creative life. My mission is to nourish your creative soul one show at a time. I'm One Creative, an independent artist, producer, and lifelong learner. On this show, there's no pressure, just practice. So you can relax, get comfortable. And my friend, welcome to Coffee with Craig. Find out more at onecreativelife.com. The mic, uh, I'm not like anything you heard. Make you want to bite plus so your lyrics to the curb. Because lyrics that I serve, like years ahead of y'all. You never heard, make you less of a competitor. Don't need an editor, I'm just having fun. All right, okay, so, one, two, one, two. How come what? Why not? Oh, Instagram, uh, Instagram Live. Okay. So at some point, because uh, I didn't advertise this show, okay. uh, people will join in, but we're not really going to address them, see somebody joined already. Okay. But we are recording Coffee with Craig, the podcast, Okay. and we decided for one hour live today, we would stream it. So, All right. Can, in, I, yeah. can we start up recording already the podcast, or can I get up? Grab yeah, you can get up okay. if you need to. Um, while my guest, my brother... The creative brother, Mr. H.S. Lee, Shell Rock, many known by many names, while he's getting ready. Um, thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in to this one hour live. This is a very, what I like to call a very special coffee with Craig. Although I don't have my coffee here, I think I'm going to grab a drink real quick and uh, I'll be right back. Here we go. So this, yeah, so this, let me take off this, even though we're in these unprecedented, you know what they call time. times. Let <laughs> me take off. We don't need this right now. Alright. So, my goodness. Shell Rock in the building. Yeah. Sheldon. Um, in spite of the unprecedented times. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, come to think of it, we're sitting in almost the end of the Ju end of july yeah basically. when's the last time you and i actually sat down and did something or even actually in the same now room? that you pointed <laughs> out that is true i literally haven't actually spent any time with you in any way shape or form for three or almost four months now yeah more than that yeah at least yeah. since like at least march maybe february yeah i don't even know what the last thing was but at least for the entire covid time we haven't yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, as we're kind of digging in, um, this is a one-hour podcast. Mm -hmm. The whole concept is to record it one hour live, so there's as little editing as possible. Cool. Cool. Um, so, we just vibe with it. My first question is, how, did you get a chance to <laughs> listen to... I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> and as you asked, we were about to ask the question, I was just randomly thinking, man, oh, mm -hmm. I, I was going to say I listened to the original pilots with Marlon. Okay. And I'm like, okay, so I got to kind of refresh my memory in my head how laid back and how chill that was and try yeah. to just get into that mode myself and hopefully okay, I can just enjoy the conversation and more importantly, just give you a good conversation. <laughs> well, know, there's no question about that. For you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's it's impossible for you not to give me a good conversation because okay. we have history <laughs> and blood. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, for those who don't know, as the audience changes, um, so for my audience who is not accustomed or has not met my brother Shalrat, this is my little brother, literal brother, and um, we've done so many collaborations over the years mm -hmm. that we won't be able to touch on all of them. <laughs> That's for sure. But I, I did want to kind of set the stage by saying um, podcasting was always one of those things that you were a little bit more passionate about yeah, than I was. A thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yet somehow I ended up creating my own podcast. Well, and now you are you are the yes. first face to face 
Yeah, for real. The first two, well, like I, I don't count the testing one because oh, okay, we were just kind of trying to think. Okay, but you were face to face with Marlon when you guys did that pilot. Okay. Yeah, we actually recorded it in his car. Okay, wicked, wicked. And then bring me back to the old to, to some, to some <laughs> yeah, yeah, old school days of our podcast, live and rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the next, the next two interviews were over the phone basically okay. I had Kevin Bourne okay. um, we did a, a over the phone podcast and same thing with Marlon I gotta actually I really gotta sit down and actually do it and listen to those other ones the um, new ones I wanna hear them cause I like yeah. I said I, I, I like the first one with, with Marlon yeah it was like yeah that's dope yeah <laughs> so I knew that my time was coming eventually but right. I was like yeah that sounds good I like the format simple yeah conversation it was just nice and easy okay um but i have to say yeah it's definitely weird yeah being in the guest, guest spot <laughs> on double level because a we used to do a podcast together right. so we used to co-hosting with you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then b just yeah. on the level of that okay i am your brother slash co-collaborator on many things so it's like we're just trying to put on the, the, the hat of just just be the guest yeah. just be the guest let him make let him do the <laughs> so it's almost like i feel like i need mm. to give a little bit of context okay. for the audience yes um in terms of how how our collaboration growth has been okay. creatively okay. what what some of the projects and where our collaboration started because um just as a short kind of thing mm. from like the beginning of my creative journey yeah um, you're the older brother and you were already like so active right. that uh, you like inspired so many steps along the way. way right. Um, so the first creative collaboration that I can recall between us mm -hmm. um, was probably HOD, if you can dig back any deeper than that. Well, I mean, I had a, I had a feeling I was going to be, uh, I was going to, you're probably, I was probably going to have a further back uh, example than you were, okay. and I am correct, but uh, HOD was the first official like creative collaboration, I guess, in terms of in terms of content. Right. So HOD but, is the music group. Yes. That House of David. Yes. But technically speaking, mm -hmm. House of David came out of our actual real first collaboration in terms of our Kingdom Ooh, Come yes. Youth. <laughs> youth uh creative arts program yeah. that we did for like a year and a half ish or a year yeah right. so that's what hd came out so technically i would say kingdom come because true it was a collaboration not on a specific creative project per se but it was a yeah. creative program for youth and we were running it together and we we're coming up with the program and Very true. we met jermaine yeah and formed forces on the music front through that program to, right. to create to make hod yes yeah. true so we're we're now sitting in Lynx Music Studio. I feel like um, okay. Uh, for some reason, I was looking at the uh, audio recording to make sure my level was in. Oh, okay. Because you still sound so much hotter than me. Oh yeah. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Just a, it's just a fact. I'm hot. <laughs> yes, it is a fact. <laughs> I'm just joking. So <laughs> Kingdom Come. Yeah. Um, over twenty different um, types of artists. We yeah. had poets. We had dancers. We had singers. Yeah. We had MCs, producers, yeah. etc. Yeah. That uh, phased into or transformed into HOD, which was only four of us. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give a quick timeline. That was from about '99. We've been doing this a long time, right? Yo, that's way before '99. Well, 99 is, well, as HOD, far as I know, was HOD, yeah, our first HOD coming out was 1999. Okay. From there, um, we kind of branched out into doing more solo stuff, but we did mm -hmm. HOD compilation albums. Yes. Then Jermaine started doing his solo album. Jermaine Cowan. Uh, yes. Jermaine Cowan. <laughs> I started doing my solo project, mm -hmm. and you moved into writing. Yeah. Or was there something? Well, yeah, I didn't. Yes, that's right. I moved into writing probably about tw 2001, 2001 or 2002, right after I got married. Right. Because I was like, if I, <laughs> if I don't make it before I get married, then yo, it's yeah. time to try something different. <laughs> so we did two to three compilation CDs as House of David before you started your writing career. Yes. 
All right. I kind of feel like the last one, the street levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then you started this writing career. You published uh, Power Blast Kids, which was a novel aimed at, was it preteen or would you yeah, say? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Actually, younger than preteen, like definitely elementary school age. So like, okay. you know, like eight to 12 year old boys, basically. And girls. All right. Yeah. So Power Blast Kids was kind of hot at the time. We mm-hmm. were getting booked to do special events around those characters. Yeah, yeah. You created a game around... Car, a trading card game, which to, to this day is one of my most happiest, proudest accomplishments in terms of creative things that have, you know, in conceived and put out into the world because it's, it's okay. had long, long legs. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's in, in, besides the immediate impact when it was first released back in the early 2000s yeah and the impact it made to the community and the churches that we were touring with it and whatever yeah the long impact 20 15 years later I should say to see the how our kids yeah your my nephew your son yeah my kids have grown up and they all still and even the, some of the other kids that 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 group around it yeah they have to mention it when 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 we when they, whenever we run into them and they okay. talk about it you know what i mean so yeah. it's, it's kind of like it's 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 funny to see how something you did so long ago could have such right. a long lasting impact yeah. yeah yeah beautiful so there's the music side then into the writing after power blast kids you you wrote at least Two, three more books after that, correct? Well, I published two more books in terms of book, actual storybooks. Right. Um, that was when I shifted to uh, writing stories for grown-ups, basically. So those novels right. were for grown-ups. Right. Um, but Titles. I, I, oh, um, Operation Dream Girl right. was one of them. Right. Um, and that was, of course, like a, that was like a, a, a nerdy fiction story about romance and and trying to find the girl of your dreams <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's like a real life thing right and then uh space love superheroes yeah again uh nerdy fiction but that yeah. was more of like a modern day mo- uh alice in wonderland type adventure right um with the man male as the lead okay. and um but i in terms of writing those are the two that i published but i wrote a lot more than that and i, and I had a lot of projects on the go um with some collaborating with some people that you know obviously from work at apple right. Um, but a lot that they just never got to see the light of day. But we we developed a lot of other writing projects together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then from there you started going into well, we're we're seeing on the screen right. <laughs> yes. Your YouTube channel right. where you were doing Project Shell. Yes. And that was also a podcast journey, right? That was your first podcast. No, no, no. So Project Shell was definitely not my first podcast. That was my first video attempt attempt at okay. a video uh, pod, video blog or whatever you call it. Right. Um, and that was in that was in line with uh, trying to promote my books and my writing career. So right. um, you know, I I I started shooting the blog just to kind of share my journey as I was trying to uh, succeed in the writing. Yeah. And my adventures at going to comic cons to promote my books. Right. And collaborating with another old friend of ours, Rob Clark. Right. Who, True. Who, full circle. So before, before my music career with you, in yeah. terms of the Christian community right. and HOD, obviously I was rapping and doing music, pursuing music in the secular world for many years before that. Yeah. So Rob Clark was one of my boys from obviously you know from those days growing up going to school as a teenager and right. my late teens and early 20s yeah and he was a rapper as well or is a rapper as well right but the full circle story obviously uh i don't know 15 years just later when right. when i was pursuing the writing and going to comic cons he's an illustrator and he started pursuing illustration instead of yeah. rap as right. well so we both kind of had similar journeys yeah and we started doing comic cons together him promoting his illustrations me promoting my superhero books yeah we just kind of linked up like that and that's how i started doing the blog the video blogs showcasing our adventures together true true oh and there's space love superheroes yes. happen to be showcasing that one <laughs> plus the inspirations behind you on the wall yes. for the motivational posters yes um from there uh we ended up, I'm skipping ahead a bit, but yeah, we ended sure. up creating the Live and Rock platform, Pod, which yes. was both a podcast and a video, video show, show yeah. where we were uh, inter- 
we we did pop culture talk. Yeah, we it was one of those it was one of those things where we were so passionate about working together, yeah. and we had so many disagreements on our approach and the yeah. format and whatnot. Yeah. But what we ended up with was the pop talk as mm-hmm. kind of half the episode, yeah. and then sharing with our guest for the other half. Yes. Um, so we did over 33 episodes of Live and Rock. Yeah, I was actually shocked to see that the other day. I, I, I went through just to go see, you know, the old stuff, and I was like, wow, I didn't realize we had that many episodes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, we also ended up doing a music video for the theme song of Live and Rock. Yeah. And then, again, we kind of decided it was time to pursue slightly different different things. things. And so I went into my production company, Mm -hmm. and you went into... Well, I mean, I was still just pursuing the the writing for a while, and and, and, um, to be honest, um, I really wasn't doing anything for a few years, like, Mm -hmm. actively... Uh, up until this year right now, to be honest, um, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I was doing art. I was, I was shifting my focus a little bit more equal to the art and the writing equally because in an effort to promote my writing when I was going to Comic-Con, I kind of stumbled into doing some digital art right. um, to kind of pay the bills and pay my way, you know, at Comic-Cons. And they seemed to be getting, a, they were getting a lot more, a lot more, um, they were making a lot more splash than my my my, my writing was, so I was you right. know, selling selling uh, motivational art pieces a lot. Right. And you know, during the time me and you stopped live and rock, I kind of focused on that more. Yeah. And then where we are today is that now I've kind of transitioned to another level. Yeah. Another reinvention where I'm essentially shift my focus from content in general. Yeah. Uh, and using my creative skills more to either create services or products for people true okay so that was a long uh (laughs) no it is because there's more but yeah right (laughs) i one of the things i'm working on Mm. is doing better justice to my guests in terms of their introductions Mm. because it's it's definitely um it can't be overstated Mm. how many different things that you your creative passion has has grown yeah and how you've expressed yourself in so many different avenues writing podcasting music yes. um artist development yeah the, the passion projects the the clothing line yes um, oh i completely forgot yeah. yeah that's what that's what i was actually doing yes yeah i forgot I was about that <laughs> yeah right nerd candy nerd candy when we first yeah when live and rock one or two what yeah you're right i forgot about that right yeah <laughs> yeah so all of that, I, I, I just wanted to say that near the beginning yes. so that people have a context of not just, yeah, as my brother, I want to talk to him. Right. But, <laughs> but also that um, the collaboration runs deep, but you yes. as an individual creative mm-hmm. um, have some really deep roots in a, and experience in a lot of different places. Yes. All of that being said now for our intro. Wow, um, that was just the intro. Damn. <laughs> we we could, I, hope, I hope we haven't lost anybody. It's <laughs> all right. The the context I'll give you for because you've only listened to one episode. Yes, so far. yeah. I'm sure it's probably changed a lot since that one episode. It's a little no, bit, but okay. the main concept with with this podcast, Coffee mm-hmm. with Craig, is um, my vision from way back when I wanted to do conversations with Craig yes. as a video show. Yes. Um, That's why I keep making a mistake in calling this that, but go on. <laughs> yeah, so long story short is a long-form conversation so that okay. we can really get to know what you're passionate about. Okay. Um, but also, it is officially, is just really for my own passion. Right. So as much as you qualify to be a great creative guest, yes. it's because I want to sit down and, and really have a full, long-form conversation with you as a creative person okay. and, and just see what's kind of making you vibe what yeah what, how, yeah how you grow what your creative life is all about, about. okay so um i'm gonna kind of take down the the formality a bit okay i'm gonna balance these levels cool. for like 30 seconds all and right. while we're doing that feel free to you need me to entertain the guests fill in fill in, <laughs> fill in some uh, white white noise if you want to ladies and gentlemen on the sidelines today we have the weird thing is or I can go back into some beatbox. You know what the actual weird thing is? I think it's just that your voice is deeper 
Listen, because the I signal have... is actually my signal is hotter. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to it. Everywhere I go, I always have I always have the same problem. When I go to the studio, it's the same thing. Like I know my voice is gonna be louder than everybody else. Okay. So, <laughs> so for the rest of the hour, then. Um, I know we're going to talk a lot about passion projects. I'm going to pull out a book, too, for anybody ah, who's watching. Wicked, yes. Um, and passion projects is very closely related to what I'm working on right now. Yeah. Um, so at this point, I'm going to open the floor for you for what you feel like um, chatting about. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I'll start there since you brought it up, passion, passion projects. Um, and actually, when you asked me the question what I'm doing now, I didn't actually, what I should have clearly said clearly and concisely is that what I'm doing now is creative coaching and assisting. Mm. Um, that's my passion right now. Okay. Also my bread and butter. Right. Um, knock on wood. It's brand new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I haven't, I, I, it's not actually paying all the bills right now, but right. as we, as we did the introduction and we're, you know, listing all the many different <laughs> things that I've done. Yeah. It, the thing about it that, that I wanted to say was that to a certain degree, I'm self-conscious about it because mm. as a grown person, mm -hmm. adult, right. um, I wrestle with the creative side of me Okay. Um, in terms of the way that society views, you know, people who are dreamers, mm. creatives, mm -hmm. who just kind of don't want to go with the status quo or you know what I mean right and and sometimes we could be um, dismissed as as just people who don't want to grow up or people who are not serious about life or you know what I mean yeah and when you list all the the things I've done mm. you know as a grown person I'm thinking like wow I, I, I did a lot of stuff <laughs> right yeah but there's a side of my brain that's like man, this guy, you know, this guy is just, a, he's a clown. He just jumps from one thing to the next. Like, mm. all these different things he's doing, man. Like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. That, that's that's, the, that's the, the, the creative voice, the, the, sorry. That's the, the voice in the head, the, the inner demons, so mm. to speak, that, that talk to you. Right. And, and I'm sure you, you, can, you can relate to this. A lot of creatives tell me this. Yeah. And this is a voice that many people struggle with why they don't get their passion projects done mm -hmm. but as you're listening listening it, it 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 made me think that also like what i want to share is that that's also the same reason why i am where i am today which is mm -hmm. now focusing on the coaching and being an assistant to other people because yeah. you know i kind of went through a self-searching mode over the last year and a half okay um and I got to a place where I needed to do something meaningful with my life, mm. not to mention practical, pay the bills, right? Yeah, right, yeah. And um, it just struck me one day that, you know, like, as much as none of the stuff I've done mm. has succeeded on a, you know, commercial level, on a finance, economical level, you know, I don't make a living full time from any of the content I created, whether it be podcasting, music, books, whatever. Mm. The one thing I can say that I've done consistently throughout my life yeah. is get a, pa a vision for something yeah. and be able to actually take the vision from my head yeah. and take the steps and make the actions and make it a reality. Right. Nothing else at all. No one could take away from me the fact that I actually get you get a project done. I get done. stuff done, yeah. Or, or as it yeah, is yeah. saying, and yeah. Yeah, I don't know if this is a PG. Yeah, ish. Yes, yeah. I get ish done, right? Yeah. Nothing really can take that away from me. And I, I you know, as a, as a creative, or not even creative, as a human being, we need to grow as we get, you know, grow in life and learn about, our, you know, our strengths and our weaknesses. And yeah. I've had a long, hard look at myself in the last little few years, and I realized that, yeah, definitely my weakness is follow through. My weakness is, you know, sticking with things for the long haul and getting through the tough times go on go ahead <laughs> but if i can help others mm -hmm. at least get you know get through the first half of it of yeah. getting stuff done yeah it would allow me to be actually you know get a sense of meaning mm. from not only in the immediate sense that i'm helping people moving from now moving forward yeah but it also gives meaning to all the stuff that I've done in the past that right. hasn't become successful, the experiences and the knowledge and the, the skills that I've picked up from doing those things, even right. though they were not successful in themselves yeah. individually, but 
the experiences and all that will have value in that of me, in me using that to impart and help others do right. their things moving forward. Right. Yeah. And it's when you <clears throat> when you when you kind of say that um, you haven't. What was the thing that you said um, that I paused on? Uh, the getting ish done or haven't achieved success. Yes. So basically, the idea of getting oh the follow through. Yes, your yes. strength is not follow through. Yes. And, so and long. Yeah. I, I, it's for me at least in the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, I think what I'm noticing is it, it's not so much that you don't have the follow through because mm -hmm. you get stuff done. Okay. It's just the marketing and promotion yes. side. Yes. That yeah. that doesn't light your fire. It does and not work. <laughs> it can sometimes extinguish your fire. Yes. Yes. And then you want to move on if there's no revenue or no sustainability. Then you're yes. like, you know what? Let me try another project. But uh, right, exactly. Right. Yes. So when I was talking to Kevin Bourne at Shifter Magazine, yes. he was saying one of the things he noticed is that when something becomes profitable, you your passion is reignited. <laughs> yes, sure, exactly, right? yes, yeah. So the hope is that um, while I'm doing this, practicing and getting better at it, yes. um, and creating this type of a platform mm -hmm. for artists to really long form who are not like on a major label or whatever, right. but to get an opportunity to express where they are in their creative life yes. and appreciate how much quality work they've done yes. that it'll help to expand the audience for creative for them individually yes. and bring that sustainability yes. in the long run right right yeah the platform definitely helps and that vision is yeah like i i definitely like that and appreciate that that side of the vision for the you know this coffee mm. coffee with craig yeah. <laughs> platform um and yeah like i mean it's interesting you say that as well because the other side to that that I've also learned in mm -hmm. terms of like what you just mentioned that you know once if it's not profitable you kind of lose the momentum as an individual right you know even though it's already created right and I learned or I started to notice as well during my journey in the last year or so that mm. I feel like part of that that tendency to, to, to leave something when it's starting to not get profitable or take one is that you're doing stuff by yourself. Money creators mm -hmm. on our level and the independent level you are working by themselves. Right. You know, and it's not a having road. It's a lonely road yeah. and not having a not having a peer group or a team mm -hmm. to work with you specifically on your project or yeah. even just a peer group, you know, that makes it even harder. And that's the gap that I, that's the other side of the gap that I try to bring that I want to fill yeah. with my Passion Pro coaching and assistant program, you know, yeah. so that I'm, I'm helping independents get over the hurdle of getting it actually done. Right. But I'm also filling the gap of being their, their, their temporary teammate slash peer slash coach yeah. cheerleader. Um, to help them get it work alongside them and get it done. So when right. they get get those hard moments of, yeah. I'm gonna grab this book for a second because, for me, hold on here. Whoops. I am one creative working right now too. By the way, I shout out some people watching the live stream. Um, this book that I'm about to pull out here, Passion Project. I'll show that to these guys. Passion Project. So. Along my journey, like mm -hmm. a lot of what I've been able to do has been specifically because we were working together, together and right. were able to bounce that energy off of each other. Yes. I do notice that me as an individual working by myself in a silo, yes. I have not accomplished as much. I don't think I've accomplished as much as you have. Mm -hmm. and how quickly you're able to get ish done <laughs> on your own. Mm -hmm. This this passion projects thing is a perfect example because right. um, the like the format of it, the the the, the completeness of it okay. is just like I feel like I went into chapters <laughs> or indigo and I was like, yeah, I'm working on a project. I'm just trying to find a notebook and, uh, they brought me, and they're like, oh, we have the perfect thing for you. <laughs> and they brought me this and I'd be like, what? Yeah. But wow. I had that reaction regardless. When you right. first showed it to me, when you gave me the, the, the copy, yes. I was hyped because I was like, 
this essentially is what I want to create right. in terms of like uh, a path to help other people, right? Other and creatives, yeah. The only primary difference is that um, I focus more on that professional branding side, right. where you focus more on the the I'm doing this for my passion and right. for the reason, right? And that's where it came full circle mm -hmm. because what I'm using it for mm -hmm. is a project that is more passion right. than commercial success, okay. even though I want the commercial yeah, success. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit more about, about like, this whole passion project and how does it, like, mm -hmm. how does it mesh with your own creative life? Like, being a creative coach and yes, balancing yes. helping others yes. versus um, any other like personal like a new book or a new right, music right. album how do you balance that with how much you're gonna be in the so, project so the first thing is that it is pretty brand new obviously as you know right. um literally as we speak i'm i'm in the first month of doing this thing right okay. um it was actually started technically mm. the beginning of march um. and covid hit right at the soon as i started it True. you know and so yeah. everything got placed on hold for the last three months yeah. And I just in this last month, July, since mm -hmm. this month started, start, uh, decided to say, screw it, I'm going to do it one way or the other, uh -huh. hell or high water. The original goal or the original intent was to deliver the program in a group setting, right? in person, in group setting, um, on a regular basis so that, you know, people could take advantage of being in a group. Right. Um, and it would help lower the cost because it's a group setting so I can, you know, help multiple people at once. Right. They're, and they're getting the savings because they're all together and you know yeah. but obviously COVID killed that yeah <laughs> for the time being for the time being but you know sometimes it's a blessing in disguise when, when things happen so yeah. you know I've decided and had to shift focus now to the one on one training mm. um, and using technology and doing things to, online over Zoom <laughs> right right and um it's been an adjustment because I'm very old school and I yeah. like to be in person and that's part of the reason why we have this book here. Yeah. The physical um, project management book that I created with all the pages and notes because yeah. I'm a tactile person as a creative mm. and I feel like, you know, if you have if you have a creative book that's physically in your hand and yeah. you can always pull out, you're not relying on no Wi-Fi or data right. or anything. If the power goes out, you still have, you can still grab your book yeah, and, yeah. and jot down your notes and work on your, your project, right? So right. that's why that's there. But, um, you know, I just started and I've already started to, you know, I've, I had, I've, I've talked to maybe about half a dozen uh, clients okay. in the month that we've started here. Um, I started doing sessions with, with, with you know, like my my week is pretty full right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and to answer your question or part of your question, I think, mm. a it's very rewarding off off the bat. It's extremely rewarding to know that. I would say ninety percent of the people that I've talked to when I have like the the their consultation conversation phone calls. First of all, yeah. They're like, yes, this sounds great. Let's start at least the trial. I'm on a I'm strictly a try before you buy on um, program. Okay. I definitely because it's 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 brand new. I wanna, you know, I'm learning right. as a coach what right. not to shift the hat from being just the creative to the coach. So right. I'm on a try before you buy basis. Yeah. But everyone that I talk to, like, yeah, I want to try this, you know. Yeah. And um, knock on wood, by September when I plan to launch the mon the monetized version of it, that everything continues to go well. But yeah. Above and beyond that, it's very rewarding. Everyone is, seems to be getting a lot out of it. I'm meeting people from all different walks of life. So I got, yeah. I got someone. I mean, I got someone who's doing a podcast with me, okay. or helping them do a podcast. Right. I got a couple people who are doing writing projects, books, which seems to be the most common. Okay. But I even got one that I never even thought I'd ever get. I have someone working on a social media platform. They're creating mm. their own their own social media platforms wow. specifically targeted to um, black. The black community and there's okay. a lot of great things in there that he's doing okay and that's something brand new for me and i'm just like yeah this is this is exciting like wow. yeah so it's very rewarding number one yeah okay yeah yeah that it triggers a thought because i have somebody who's been asking me for help on mm -hmm. uh social media platforms for okay black people. really <laughs> yeah he actually created it put it up 
Um, really? But that's another conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I almost feel like I, there's a million things I want to talk to you about, mm-hmm. but I know Passion Projects is at the top of your mind right now. Yes. And I'm wondering how much of an example, like should we talk about it through my experience so far with it or mm-hmm. or how would you want to talk a little bit more about it for listeners? Um, we could do do both. It's fine to be honest. Um, because okay. it's always good to have that first hand experience. Okay. Um, for someone to talk about it, yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm sure that the listeners would appreciate that. And then we could fill in the gaps. Okay. <laughs> as we go, because obviously, yeah, you're my brother. Maybe people might think you're biased as well. So <laughs> right, right, um, true. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so like the right of the front, mm-hmm. it got me because passion is the single that I just happened to release this mm. month. Okay. So I just released, I actually, the audio is not available yet. Okay. Um, Passion is from the live performance, but I released the video uh, maybe about a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, I, I released the video July 1st. Um, and that's ridiculous, I still haven't even watched the video. Oh, maybe I'll play it at some yes, point. Yes, please do. Um, and then I got the book last week and I started filling it in. Um, oh, you actually did. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you helped. We did a consult for a 90 minute, roughly, yes. consult going through part one, which is the plan, mm-hmm. um, breaking down the big vision into smart goals. Yes. Um, finding out how we can narrow our focus because we have passions that sometimes run wild. Like for me, yeah. um, I'm working on a live album. I'm yeah. working on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on doing um, uh, uh, artist development t- style video show. Yeah, and uh, and I'm doing like music video production for people and stuff. Yeah. So it's like I just uh, I have a lot of things. A lot of things, right? Yeah. So you help me to say, okay, what is the priority right now? Yes. And what is most important from your passion that yes. you want to have done? Yes. And so I was able to narrow it down. There's the section for the weekly notes and tasks. Yes. And I almost want to start just going into a little bit of consult of what I started writing <laughs> so far. But um, but just the the fact of knowing it's here has helped me to frame the project that's been on hold for two years. Yes in a context where I actually started doing some work on it now yes. this week. Yes. What? Good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what, yeah. Okay. okay. That's what I want to hear. As you're talking, it, it, it occurred to me that you're right. A lot of us have, as creators, many different projects on the go. Right. And even if we don't have many projects on the go, sometimes the one project that we have on the go, we have many different ideas about getting it done right. or which way to go with it yeah and that's part of the reason why i wanted to call the company passion pro to focus to focus the coaching and the assistance mm-hmm. on one project at a time mm-hmm. all my clients and all my my services geared towards project-based mm-hmm. coaching right that's the differentiator that, that i'm hoping to bring mm-hmm. to the market and make a difference to the creatives yeah that even when we have a whole bunch of projects, like you mentioned, or a whole bunch of things on your plate, yeah. it, it occurred to me as you were speaking that sometimes it's not even just about deciding what's the most important project yeah. and forgetting about the other things. Right. Sometimes even just having someone to be able to tell you, okay, for this project that's important to you, yeah. we're gonna create this space for it, right. this space and time in a structured manner to make sure it doesn't get lost Right. among the other things even though you're still doing the other things right so that right. you can actually see the result that you want yeah at a, within a given time you right. know what i mean yeah so <clears throat> with your experience so far you said you've been this is your first official month that you've been yes this. it's not even a month okay <laughs> yes, <that's it>. i <laughs> mean july is when i started this i started it this month yes yeah yeah okay so <laughs> I want to find out about the parallels. I, uh, I listened to a podcast. Our last podcast as Live and Rock yes. was 2017. Yes. During that podcast, mm-hmm. 
you mentioned how you were one of my guinea pig clients. Yes, I remember. <laughs> I listened to that same episode this week too. Yeah. Just randomly, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so in that case, mm-hmm. um, we were working on your blog at the time. Yeah. And it was all about focusing on the blog, getting it yes. properly packaged and branded. Yes. And for me, um, as a pro- pro- producer, mm-hmm. whether it's a music project, video project, whatever, I definitely get very passionate about it, mm-hmm. and and I love to be able to help other creatives on on their journey. Yes. How has it felt for you mm-hmm. the process of working with others and focusing on what they need to do and helping them kind of navigate to the next step compared to doing your own project? Well, compared to doing my own project, to be honest. Mm-hmm the same natural excitement mm. and passion that I have for my own projects, yeah. I found that that's, that's very well present in working with other people. In mm. fact, to the point where I'm actually even probably a little bit too hard on myself and disappointed mm. more than, 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 than I should be okay. when, when I feel like a session has ended and I haven't, I feel like I want to give them even more. I don't, right, you right. understand? Yeah. Right. So it's like the same passion natural passion i i just like to see things i like taking visions and making them reality yeah and it's part of the reason again why i've started this yeah because that soul searching of realizing okay what are your natural gifts mm-hmm. as a human being right right and how can you serve mm. humanity or your community or the rest of you you know the world yeah with your gifts yeah and have purpose in 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 what you do in terms of how you make your living and how you you know yeah. And I, in, in discovering that that this is my gift, you know, I can take, I can be passionate about a vision and make it reality, and also inspire others to make it a reality. I.e., Kingdom Come, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and other things we've done. Yeah, it's only being doing now that I've been doing it with other clients, mm-hmm. literally. The, re, the 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 feeling or the experience that I'm having is more of a a confirmation experience mm-hmm. it's like okay it's been a theory in my head since i thought about doing this for the last little while now that i've started doing it when i yeah. you know i'm talking to people in sessions or i'm helping them fine-tune it and we're, we're making breakthrough we're making progress and we're okay we get the list yo these smart goals are making sense all right we're getting order okay right. we have these goals these dates that you gotta hit this and this and this yeah and as i'm feeling that same natural you know excitement and everything it's just confirming and just you know on a spiritual level feeling like okay yeah i'm doing i'm right where i'm supposed to be and right. what i'm supposed to be doing you know yeah, yeah. there's a and sorry and mm. seeing and seeing their reaction mm. so for example the uh the uh the guy doing the um platform for the social media yeah you know i was apprehensive about my first session with him like okay. to be perfectly honest i was very apprehensive i was uh-huh. like like to the so point how of, did you get the how did you connect with him in to begin with like how did you end oh, up doing well the good the good thing is that i started this whole thing by deciding to use meetup platform i don't know well you know what meetup is i don't yeah. know how much our listeners are aware of, but meetup is that platform where you can meet up with people in real life that's the whole point of it right you download the app you join different groups that are started by different people throughout your community on whatever it is that you have interest in whether it be sing uh, dating life or or whether it be just meeting friends or right. yoga or yeah. fitness or book whatever club, whatever book club, yeah. yeah that's what it is but the point of this is you meet at events events in real life so mm-hmm. i created that platform or my own uh meetup group right called my passion projects right um on there back in uh, end of February, February, mm. um, and I already started to to talk, reach out to people on there, and those people started, you know, I, by within like less than a week, I had a lot of people responding to my group and joining my group. I actually created three different groups, but we'll talk about that at another <laughs> point. Yeah. So between the three different groups, like I had a good, like a good pot of people mm. already started talking to them, and just they're just waiting for the first event. Right. So. Fast forward to today, your question about the platform guy, the social media guy, yeah. that's where I met him. Okay. Through that platform and um, him wanting to get help with his passion project. Okay. So he reached out to me and, you know, we went through the process and 
uh, he started working or I started working with him just okay. last week to be honest actually okay um so because his was a first for me like 1000% like I've you know I've done all different kinds of things right and I'm pretty confident in my ability just my aptitude to just I just different whatever the sector is I have some kind of skills right. that will be relevant I can help you in one way shape or form yeah Still, it's one thing to say it, yeah. but when you're entering something completely brand new realm or industry, it's like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah. A little bit apprehensive. I was nervous, to be honest. Like, mm. the night of our first session, I was like, man, boy, I hope this goes well. Like, I was So sweating. was this just audio, like phone call, or was no. it a video, Zoom kind of thing? Zoom. So we had, you know, the regular process, we already had our consultation by phone okay. in it prior to this. Okay. Um, but this is our first actual session by Zoom. Okay. Um, and where I was going with the story, because I, I do know I tend to ramble sometimes, it's <laughs> hard staying focused, but was that even though I was you know, apprehensive, mm -hmm. his session was probably the best and most rewarding session out of all of them. He was so like extremely appreciative and uh -huh. vocal about how much he loved mm -hmm. you know, what he was getting out of his session. He was like, yeah. man, like all the organization of me organizing his timelines of stuff and yeah. just having stuff, everything typed up. Cause Part of the process is I, I do create a project management file for or file for everyone I'm working with. Okay. Um, so I use a, a CRM right. um, platform online and I create a pro profile for for you as the client. Right. You have one, you know, as right. we run our session, but I created one for him. And during our session, as we're talking back and forth, and I'm you know I'm am filling in the CRM. I created a project bible for him right. that has all the sections that are in the project management book. Yeah, you know your introduction section, your planning session. Yeah, then your your budget section, your notes from weekly, you know session section. All of that. Yeah, is in there. I just have a digital version online. Yeah, so he was very appreciative. He's like, man, everything you're doing is way more than what I already had in terms of organization, so I'm extremely happy. Yeah. Um, and then he was like um, excited to find out at the end of the session that I do have a physical version that I'm gonna share with him in our next session. So he's like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, and he was just very enthusiastic and very pleased with what he got during the session. Okay. And it just made me realize like, you know, like, yeah, this is definitely the right path I'm on, yeah. yeah. So you did the first session and it makes me the, the the time you're thinking I'm listening. I'm learning to listen better. Anyway. Okay, yeah. Um, but there's something that I watched today that you keep triggering my memory of. Okay. Um, so when you're talking about like, you know, this your first time doing this type of session, and you yes. talk about, um, you know, you have this confidence that pretty much any area you have some type of experience to do. Yes. Um, to figure it out at least. Yes. Um, at least an aptitude for an it, aptitude to learn. Yeah, yeah. So the thing it reminds me of is I watched earlier today the founder of Patreon. You've heard yeah. of Patreon? Yes. So a platform where uh, fans uh, directly support yes. creators, whether it be YouTubers, musicians, whatever. Yes. Um, so he made this video, about 15 minute video, mm -hmm. uh, just talking about nothing works. Okay. And it's all about the failures. Mm -hmm. And basically, just he went through all of the things that he's tried, tried. and failed at wow. before he ever got anything at all that worked. Really? Like he he showed photos of him carrying a camera. He's like for probably a good six seven years he didn't go nowhere without a camera. Really? And he's like all of that footage is in a box in my garage and never got used for anything. It's a dud. Wow. He he's a musician. Yes. He, <laughs> he, yes. Okay. He had a band. Yeah. He said he's got boxes in the garage of about two thousand CDs. Wow. Just constant reminders. Wow. And never <laughs> yeah. He got into claymation. Wow. And claymation is like you know, like yeah. <laughs> months and months yes. just to get a little thirty second, yeah, one yeah, minute yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. But long story short, he's like all these misses, misses, and he put heart and soul into Holy it. Holy, you know? I feel, I'm glad you shared this, sharing the story, man. This, I, yeah, this is amazing, yeah. Yeah, I wish I remembered the link, but maybe I'll put it in the notes or something. Please but, do, yeah. Um, long story short is his first success was uh, he finally 
um, got some traction with a band he started with his fiance at the time, now his wife. Okay. Um, they started finally picking up some steam as a music group. Okay. Um, but it turned into like a merch company. Like <laughs> they did some, they did like some live video. Okay. And then his sister came in. She's like, ah, this is the soap I've been making. It's grapefruit soap or what? whatever. And people watching their video about yeah. music or whatever, yeah. they're like, oh, how do we get the That's soap? soap. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And wow. basically, yeah, it turned into, they still grew musically, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. But long story short was just, that was just the one thing that worked. Right. And then like maybe six, seven years later, yes. um, as that was continuing to grow, grow, yeah. Um, that was where the idea for Patreon eventually came. Wow. And Patreon is now, you know, right, exactly. the big, the big household thing. name now. Yeah. yeah. So he still makes music. He okay. still makes videos. Okay. He still does really? animation. What? He's, he still does all these different things, but most of them are not really profitable. profitable yes. <laughs> but Patreon, he's actually, this video yes. is basically, it's got me on that pretty much convinced where I'm like, I might just go ahead and just try it. Try what? Patreon? Yeah. Oh, why not? What do you mean? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, you haven't done it. You well, I'm saying I'm like, not. I mean, I don't have anything right now that's that I need. You know, but that's, I would I would definitely use it if I uh, was at that. You know, doing content, mm -hmm. so to speak. Uh, which reminds me that uh, what I wanted to say, like your story, mm -hmm. it resonates so much with it, with what 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 with where I'm at. And I'm so glad you shared it, and you gotta send me that link for that, okay. or tell me about it. So the owner of page starter of Patreon, yeah, the founder of okay. Patreon. I like that story in the sense that you gave me very concrete examples of very many different things in diverse areas that he was doing stuff. And it's, yeah. if I didn't know any better, I thought you would think you thought you were talking about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So I really like that. Yeah. But the other part I like about that story is that. Um, it reminds me of two things that I, two resolutions that I made about myself. Mm. That part of my shift. Okay, well, actually, before I say that, mm. um, the part about how the stuff that's collecting dust that never makes it or whatever. Yeah. One quick anecdote about that. Mm. The client that I have, mm -hmm. um, that I got for the podcasting client. Yeah. Um, it was so rewarding for me to realize because he he had. He I had shift this a bit because okay. I just noticed you're like not even properly in the frame. Here we go. Right. Yeah, so he, it was so rewarding that once I got him, yeah, um, in my in my um consultation conversation with him, and when I booked him for to start sessions, yeah, I he I was he, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted some material. Yeah. You know, to, to hear some of our my podcasts that I've done in the past. Right. And it was so rewarding to be like, well, okay, yeah, I'm going to be sending you some links to the podcast. And I've done many podcasts, entertainment podcasts, nerd culture and whatever. Yeah. But the specific podcast I'm sending you is my creative lifestyle podcast in which we were, you know, we had a podcast where we're helping creatives, giving them tips and tools, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Our, our podcast, Live and Rock, Rock, right? Yeah. And I'm like... I'm like, this is exactly what I was waiting for. I've been living for it in the back of my mind all these years when we haven't been doing it. Yeah. You know, that the material that we recorded, it was so good and so, we're so proud of it. Yeah. But now it's coming full circle. I can actually use it for what it was meant for mm. by doing this Passion Pro business. Yeah. And now that I'm helping other people, I can actually use that material that's been quote-unquote digitally collecting dust right. to actually help people yeah so it was such a, a, a powerful moment and, and i'm looking forward to be able to continue to do that more right. and more as i help more you know creatives so as we're in this moment speaking about yes. this yeah. you and your first month of of passion projects yes and me in my quote unquote first month of one hour live. Yes. But on this is our the sixth episode of Coffee with Craig. Okay. Uh we are also kind of finding that there are two lanes running parallel. Yes. And we're 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 still kind of figuring out how and when they are going to overlap because I feel right. like part of uh like a lot of the guests I have in mind for the next, you know, couple months. Yes. Um <clears throat> 
might be like, yo, I want to join that passion project thing. Right. <laughs> and then at the same time, I'm like, I know your your capacity is is um, I just I feel like I feel like it's gonna be pretty soon where it's like you're gonna have to kind of hold your hand out and be like. Right. I'm full, full, right? Yeah, yeah. I can get you in for like two months from now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it it it's it's just it feels like we're we're on uh like a Disney World ride, and mm-hmm. it's it's scary. Yes, but it's also thrilling. Yes, and uh, <laughs> I'm really excited to see what's around the next corner. Yes, because sure. without. For example, this podcast, mm-hmm. you, wouldn't, you and I still wouldn't have seen each other for three months. That's true. <laughs> wow, that's true, yeah. Um, we have done some video calls. Yeah, but which, that's not the same thing. Which was primarily doing... around passion projects. Yes, yes. Right? Because yeah. you, you came on board to help me through the passion project. Yes. Um, and this method of using the Live Your Passion notebook, journal... I, 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 call it, I call it a project management workbook. Project management workbook, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, speaking of merch, like, I mean, there's a lot of, we've already talked about this off offline, obviously, but yeah. there's a lot of other uh, coaching material or merchandise yeah. tools that I'm going to, that I'm going to uh, create and make available yeah. for the, for the clients and for my program and for even people who don't take the program. So, right. you know, there's different, there's a vision for more merchandise. Right. I, I have definitely stumbled into another side passion that I never knew I had in the yeah. last year. I've actually acknowledged it to myself that I really enjoy making products, like mm. actual tangible products. Like okay. these books, yeah. obviously is a workbook. Yeah. When we did Kingdom Come like almost 20 years ago, yeah. the first thing I did was create a notebook. I don't know if you remember that. I yeah. I <laughs> now that you mention that, I the first thing that always comes to mind is the brochure which he did the graphic design for okay. on our, our little Windows ninety. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but now that you mention it, yeah, the notebook too. The notebook, yeah. And sorry, just a side mm-hmm. note. Kingdom Come was the first time I ever delved into poetry. Yes. And I only got into poetry because someone in Kingdom Come, Come was writing poetry. Really. Yeah, that I did not know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you, what a way the world works, eh? The circle of life. Because yeah. you're saying you never, you only got into poetry because of a a a, a member that was part of the the, the youth group that was right. doing poetry. Yeah. And then, fast forward many years later. Yeah. You've gotten so much more serious about poetry to the point that you actually published your poetry book. Right. Yeah. And you did that independently, and you publishing your first book, poetry book, was that is what gave me the idea and the, <laughs> the, the knowledge and the the, the confidence. To say, oh, I could publish my own book. <laughs> this is you know what I'm saying. This is, this is what we call the inspiration <laughs> loop. Yes. If you listen to the next episode with Marlon, okay, we talk about the inspiration loop. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm definitely gonna listen to that after. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, because it's just like. Your idea inspires me to do something, which inspires you to do something, which okay. inspires me to do something else. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But you know what? That same concept applies also to your projects mm. or your, your, you as a human being exploring your creativity and expressing it. Mm. And just the value of expressing it. That's another mm. thing I, I want to continue to preach in terms of my mantra for Passion Pro to my clients. But yeah. The idea that even if you're not doing something professional or mm. trying to do it professional, yeah, just the idea of doing it mm-hmm. opens up the door and opens up your mind yeah. to new experiences mm. and something and other new things that that might lead you down into something else that you learn that you're right. passionate about or even really naturally good at. Like yeah. you mentioned, the guy, the Patreon guy, how you stumbled into the yeah, you know, the 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 um Patreon idea just because of what was going on with the soap thing or whatever right just doing stuff leads to more stuff as you said it's kind of yeah. like the inspiration loop yeah and again but full of circle of what i was saying in terms of like me making products it's like mm. when i create the books the notebook i'm like yeah man oh and me doing the the inspirational art my my art pieces my art posters throughout the years yeah. the last years of doing you know to promote my books yeah that's been like a dot 
connect the dots journey of like I started with making the art pieces yeah and was only focused on doing those art prints yeah for for like a good three years maybe four years now yeah um that I was doing it and then just in the last year alone I started venturing out to, okay I want to do more than just the superhero art right and then I started doing more no I did the motivational notebooks that you saw me doing right. the motivational notebooks uh, yeah. that I started creating and then the desktop um, desktop um, posters for lack of a better word yeah um, and now something else I've started I've tumbled into that I don't know you oh yeah the magnets the fridge magnets and the and the um, what do you call those things not the office board the fridge board? magnets um, we call it your, your whiteboard whiteboard, oh, whiteboard. Magnet. yeah okay. white magnets for your, your for your fridge your whiteboard in the okay. office and for your locker if you're a student so these are available now these are all available now in terms of I've done them I've created them okay like I've I've been I've sold sold them okay um, just in one category one niche okay. over the last last Christmas when I started doing them for the first time okay the notebooks the journal the motivational notebooks and the, the the magnets and all that yeah first time I started doing them was last December Christmas holiday season okay um, in an effort to expand beyond just the posters right but I discovered I like them and they're very they're very easy to do. So yeah. now, fast forward to today, Passion Pro is my creative service, that's my foundation, that's my my uh, bread and butter. Okay, my Passion Pro is the that foundation one. for the business side. Business side. I've had an I think I've had a light bulb moment in Pickney that it's not just necessarily always about getting you the client to figure out what you got to drop from your plate right but sometimes it's just the value that you, you've expressed to me of just being able to have that okay for your music single project yeah. you having this book and being able to have a clear path and understand what's going to happen with it and right. having a place for it it makes it that much more tangible and less likely for you for it to get lost in the shuffle or everything else, even if you don't drop anything else. Right. This can still get done. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I want to thank you for being a guest on my show, Coffee uh, with Craig. <laughs> yes. Hopefully that could be much better in the future, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and to wrap up, um, what, what thoughts are on your mind about the next chapter for Shell Rock? H.S. Lee. What well, do people know you by when you're doing My Passion Pro? Oh, they just know me by my government name. They don't know. Shall it. They? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we are at that point, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of Coffee with Craig. Mm -hmm. We're at that point where uh, Toronto, Canada, and uh, the world really is looking <clears throat> for ways to appreciate, celebrate, and uplift the black community. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lot of people saying silence is not an option. And mm -hmm. uh, so I just want to wrap up by saying mm -hmm. that you and I, as creative people yes. who happen to have black skin, yes. <laughs> um, everything that we do is at the end of the day for the upliftment of all of our people. people yeah. And I wonder if you have any thoughts to share with creatives who are working to fight through the resilience of not just creative challenges and yeah. passions, but with what's going on in the world right now. Mm -hmm. um, just any last encouragement of uplifting words? On the way here, mm. I saw a, a sign for, a, I think it was a business, but it was on a building and it was, it struck me so huge. And I think I would leave this as a message to him. So on the side of the building, it said, creative matters. Mm. I don't know if this is a business, mm. an, existing, an existing organization or something, mm. but it just says creative matters. That's the name, that's the sign on the building. Mm. And what I take from it, mm. obviously, I take a layered meaning from it mm. that the name of the business is that they deal with creative matters. Right. This is what I'm interpreting it. Right. But they're also saying creative 
matters. Right. Just like black lives matter. Yeah. You as a creative soul, yeah. your creative, yeah. your creative tendencies, your creative impulses, yeah. your creative expression matters. Yeah. And it don't, doesn't just matter to the world at large, meaning your output can touch somebody or help somebody. Mm. But on a personal level, mm. more than ever in these times of such turmoil and uncertainty on the news every day in every yeah. way, shape, or form from COVID to Black Lives your creative therapy to yourself mm. matters. It's yeah. very important. Yeah. For me as an individual, that's what's getting me through. Yeah. Embrace and lean into your creative need to express yourself because that's what you need to get you through yeah. the turmoil that's going on in this world right now. Bro, it's important. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head with that. That's the... <coughs> That's a nutshell of passion projects. <laughs> it's also the nutshell of why Coffee with Craig exists. Is, yes. is for that outlet of creative conversation with others. For me, that's a passion. Yes. And so now we're going to just kind of jam out for the rest of the night mm -hmm. and do that. <laughs> All right. Yes. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this episode of Coffee with Craig. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the next one... We'll see. We'll be surprised and delighted by who's the guest and yep, what we talk about. Yeah, looking forward to hear that. All right, that's <laughs> it. Um, I don't have my tagline yet for this show, how we used to do it. Don't worry, not. it'll come one day. All right. <laughs> well, until then, if you're going to live, you might as well. well rock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.